mean, you know, when you meet people, they're not acting like their, pers their public persona. Everyone still comes from a mum and dad, <laughs> you know? Yeah, man. <laughs> and went to primary and mm. felt stink at some stage, <laughs> you know? <laughs> the people that we consider heroes out there doing great things, they're not from a, a you know, a different part of earth mm. where heroic people come from and nothing's ever wrong. Yeah. Often it's their struggles that informs you know, mm. their, their That's heroism. Right. That's right. Okay, Oscar, we're yes. doing it. Um, right. Five years later, do you yep. remember doing my second podcast ever with me? Was that your second ever? Yeah, we were sitting on, on a bench the bench in the park, park. Yep. and you said, uh, I think I, I did roughly what I'm doing now. Jeepers, what am I going to say next? And you were like, use your words, William, was, was your thing. And it's worked. I've had hundreds of these yep. since then. Me. And Congratulations. Yeah. Look, I, I don't know what I'm up to, but I feel like, and I wonder if you get this with your show, part of the beauty is just sitting and talking to people, isn't it? It's a gift that we've, you can easily forget when life gets busy. Yeah. You know, it's the, before anything, that's what we had, right, as mm. humans. Mm. And, you know, that's still the best thing, I think. Is mm. um, Johnny was just saying, like, the show rates really well mm. it's you it's good. being you um yeah. did you kind of think that you know was it that obvious always that people just want actually to see themselves we get caught in this telly world don't we where a brand yeah gets mixed I, in. I i think it's been like that i think if you look at television going back pe people just want to see themselves mm. It's important for people to see themselves and to see their stories. Mm. Um, and that's why you need lots of different people in there because, you know, you can't rely on one group to tell everyone else's stories. So mm. you just got to get in there. And I think in terms of Pacific Brothers, that's what you're talking about, yep, our yep. show on Sky. That's right. Um, I think the thing that people like is that we talk to people and that they hear stuff. We don't ask them about the score as much. You know, they hear stuff... The audience sees a different side to these people that they haven't seen. Mm. And also these people get to express a side to them that maybe they don't get to. Yeah. Um, I was been thinking about how these conversations will be remembered going forward because obviously we're still in this pandemic thing. Mm. Even in New Zealand though, we get to catch up and you know, but definitely worldwide it's a it's a story. Um, how have you been? going with it you know with COVID yeah <clears throat> oh like everyone you know um, March was scary yep. April was scary because we didn't know how bad it was going to get mm. and you know uh, I think I don't think any industry was not touched I don't know about that seems like some industries have done really well out of this housing <laughs> um, but in terms of uh, me mm. you know I think I had to kind of just adjust like everyone yeah. else yeah. and this show was actually dreamed up in level four because yep. we were thinking what's a show we could make where you couldn't travel anywhere true and it was zoom interviews with overseas players so that's how it started but then by the, when we got to make it the situation had changed so mm. we were able to expand the brief a bit yeah 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 no it's uh i just I, I asked that because i heard someone talking about that um they were at a school play and they were doing something on covid mm. and they did the ding ding you know the the, the little tune that came yeah. with the covid alert oh, and yeah. it kind of triggered him yeah, yeah. in a lot not a good way just like got all tense and uh, i sometimes think like you know in movies it's like you work through it, then it all works out in the end, and we're kind of not even through 
the movie it's still happening so <laughs> it's yeah, it's worth it well you know <clears throat> with movies you kind of know what's going to happen and you know that at some stage it's going to be resolved because you look at how long it's been and you look at how much it's got to go mm. and that's the thing with this challenge with real life is you don't know that mm. and you can't predict that and you don't know how and so you can't really hang on to what a possible outcome might be. Yeah. Otherwise, you'll get anxiety. Yeah, yeah. Well, and maybe that's what's been happening, you know. Mm. I think the other anxiety yeah. that I've been kind of trying to work through is I was looking at the COVID scenario and it slowed everything down, you know, and I thought, yeah. hmm, that's a, that's a like once every now and then something happens where you can break out of the, the grind. But I've, what I've realized is sometimes like it's just as hard trying new things, you know, and, and evolving or growing or, or pivoting, which I've heard millions of times since, yeah. you know, everyone's pivoting. But, you know, November's been a year of pivoting for me. And yeah. it's like pivoting. I use the word adjust. Yeah. I think pivoting implies that you're standing on one place and mm. all you've got to do is stay on your pivot foot and then look around. And I think it's more fluid than that. I think it's more about adjusting. When you, if you try and control things, that's you're never going to. Yeah. You know. So I think it's. I, I use that word. Mm, adjust. adjust. Yeah. yeah. I guess that. <laughs> I'm just trying to think in real time about that. Have I been allowing things to adjust? Everyone says, "How's it going?" And you know, I've got a million and one things on the go, and I'll say, "I feel like I've planted heaps of seeds, mm. but if I'm not careful, I'll probably be overwatering them." And then rot them. <laughs> so to yeah. be told to, yeah. you know, adjust, but also you know, breathe, eh, and let yeah. it let, let it have time. You just got to listen to yourself. Mm. I'm sure you have your own compass in terms of when you you know what yep. feels right. Everybody has their instincts about what feels right, what feels too much. Mm. And I think sometimes in the hurly burly, <laughs> we we get caught into just racing all the time when actually. You do actually know, and you can, and you can listen to yourself. Yeah. Sometimes you just got to slow down to do that. Mm. Are you good at that? Are you good at taking nah, time? <laughs> I'm good at saying that to other people. I'm never good at doing it myself. <laughs> but when you do do it, you know, do you have kind of like um, tools or techniques that you use to slow down or to, you know, adjust to a different mindset? And I actually mean that in like um, – mm. Because, you know, I think we're not really fans of explaining processes and tips and tricks. Mm. And I actually think that's it, it is a little bit of a burden on us that if something works, mm. you know, like the mindfulness movement. And I'm not a fan of that because I still don't understand. you got to give me a bit more than just saying be here and now. So mm. I like the, the tools or the, mm. um, <coughs> the processes. Do you have any processes? You know, I learned heaps from... Uh, in 2017 I was really lucky I got to work on this really cool gig and it was following the All Blacks for a season mm. working on this documentary on them for Amazon mm. and I because it was an opportunity to watch the best sports team in the world the best team in world sports bar none you know going back over a hundred years mm. you can't compare of course Manchester United or the Bulls and, you know, the Yankees or whatever. But no team in world sport has had the prolonged success that the All Blacks have. So I took that as a chance to watch what they do. And li and little things, I just learned from them because they're, they're in the most pressure environment. But they will fail if they react to that pressure, mm. you know. And it is about... I know, you know, the mind, it is about the here and now. Yeah. It is about um, a phrase that the All Blacks use, being where your feet are. 
you know, if you get caught into processes or tricks, then you're not really there and you're just you're still in your head. Right. And you're going through that stuff. And then you're kind of just doing a process instead of maybe looking in front of you and seeing what's required in that moment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I don't know if there's any tricks. And also different things work for everyone, yep, you know. That's true. So one person's, you know, Shakespeare is another person's Schwarzenegger. Mm. Might not work for you. And that's why it is about uh, kind of just listening to yourself, mm. kind of slowing, yep. uh, you know, being yep, 100%. instead of, you know, it's easy to look at what other people mm. are doing, mm. but that stuff might not work for you. Yeah, it is like one of those. And books, everyone's got a, you know, the, <laughs> yeah. the, the self-help book industry is <laughs> yeah. worth billions. Mm. That's all one person's version. Mm. And we might read a hundred of them yep. before we go, oh, that doesn't work for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, look, we're talking about yeah. something really interesting and some and 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 also like when i really think about it outside of a podcast i don't really talk that deeply about stuff to people and so i do it i do like that well there seems to be some type of counterintuitive nature to you know why wouldn't you just mimic yourself off someone else well <laughs> i guess it's because and, and we, we could, that's right well we have the instinct to do it on social media for example you know and it yeah. taps into and look our, how that ends up exactly exactly yeah yeah, yeah. No, that doesn't work exactly you can't take your role models off social media you can take cool inspiration from social media yeah. things that really resonate with you mm. but in terms of trying to be like someone i don't think that ever works mm. That's, uh, we did. Would you have always said that though? Like, is this a thing? As you, you know, as you. Oh, hell no! When I was young and stupid, <laughs> hell no. This is all the wisdom I've collected. Now that I'm a bit older, at the time I was trying to be like everyone else. Right, right. I was trying to be like this person I like. But that's mm. the thing. You just you look at who you love because that's important. Yeah. And then you just take elements. Yeah. You know. Um. Because why not learn from other people's mistakes? Mm. You don't have to make them yourself sometimes. Yeah. You can look at disasters, mm. you know, and go, okay. Um, so, no, I wouldn't have. No, no. You know, no. I would have been following the trend. But this, so this is something I've learned yeah. uh, over the years of my own lived experience. Going, oh, mm. those times when I tried to do that or be like other people, they, mm. they never worked as well as when I was just being myself. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yep. So it's trial and error, right? Hard out. So you've got to explore, yeah, and you've got to try different things. Mm. But I think you, ultimately, you always got to come back to yourself. Yeah, man. No, that's a. It's a. Well, it's a good point to reach that point because uh, I don't know. When I watch this back, I think it will make sense. But maybe what we've talked <laughs> about. So. Well, you know what I mean. Like we talk, we talk a little bit of like a wave. Yeah. But it is for me that gives a bit more context as to why it would be important to be yourself and maybe for others listening too you know that everyone you love is themselves right. everyone you love is yeah. every every any person whether it's in the arts or mm. business or education if you look at the people that really resonate with you it's the you know mm. um i i use i use taika uh ytt as an example yeah he's ruling the movie world and television and he's not doing that by compromising mm. you know he made his career off his own films telling his own stories the mm. way he liked to tell them mm. he didn't try and make a movie 101 hollywood feature to try and get his name up there yeah you know yeah and he's a great example that mm. all, all kiwis can look at and go shucks and, and but also concords mm. uh 
And also all our great ones. Yep. You know, I'm just thinking purely in comedy. Mm. You know, Billy T. James. Um, John Clark, the great John Clark. Mm. Do you think the one of the similarities is the relationship with risk? And I mean that by like, if you kind of toe the line a little bit, if you, you know, go for the secure job, whatever that meant before COVID, you know what's coming. But I guess, you know, to be yourself, maybe another way of asking it is, um, and maybe through your lens, how, how have you processed risk over the years, taking chances? Oh, no, risk, everyone's scared of that. Mm. As humans, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. a human thing. We're, we're all fearful because mm. we learn fear as we grow up. You know, <laughs> risk of doing this, risk of saying that, risk of being this. Um, yeah, you kind of eliminate the, you know, going back to the All Blacks, mm. if they focused on the risk of losing, they'd never win. Yeah. You know, yeah, man. It's what you th- it's what you focus on. You know, mm. you can't focus on the risk on what might go wrong, because <laughs> then it's gonna go wrong, and it's a self fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. So, but you know, fear is a, we're all fearful. Mm. You know, it's one of the main weaknesses I think of yeah. humans is that we we have fear. But mm. this is the thing: you go back to who who you love that yeah. that seems to do it despite that, mm. and you think, oh, it's possible. Yeah. You know, I mean, you've done hundreds of these, mm. but if you'd obsessed on the risk of looking silly yep. or people saying no mm. or running out of things to say, That's right. you, you never would have pushed this far yeah. to know what's possible now. Yeah, yeah, and if I put it through that prism, definitely I'm, I never think of the risks of it, mm. of podcasting, for example. It's yeah. only about trying to see what, you know, where we might get to after 15 or 20 minutes which seems to be the through line yeah. that there's nothing to talk about until there's something to talk about and I think we, there's always stuff to talk about yeah 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 maybe like though you know let's say if it's an auto cue and you're reading the whole thing then you've predetermined what the conversation might be but I like that mm. I maybe couldn't have said to you hey I want to talk to you about risk <coughs> at 10 minutes yeah. in, you know so. that's why I love sports because mm. sports you don't know the there's storylines in sports, yep. but they don't, and there's a hundred possible ones, mm. and there's uh, joys and lows. Mm. That's why I love sports, because it's not scripted. <laughs> you don't know how it's going to end up, and the feelings are real. Mm. You know, you can watch a sad film and go, oh, that was terrible. Mm. That was so sad. But those, they're actors, they're still alive. Yeah, You know? That's true. But with sports, it's like real stuff. That's why I'm, I love sports. That's why I wanted to, be part of the specific brothers and sisters yeah yeah has it been cool to have kind of the heroes come through and just for them to sit down and you know I guess uh, they're not the superhero that they need to be on the field right they're just they're just yeah. the people it's something beautiful eh? yeah exactly and I think that's always been uh, like we, we get some real heroes come into the studio um, I'm thinking of one David Leite mm. The weightlifter, Commonwealth gold medalist, he's off to the Olympics next year, you know, all going well. Um, Julian Savia, Ofutunga um, Fasi, Queen Fee, you know, the long-term captain of the Black Ferns. Um, they don't come, you know, they're, I mean, you know, when you meet people, they're not acting like their, pers- their public persona. Everyone still comes from a mum and dad. 
<laughs> you know? Yeah, man. And went to primary and mm. felt stink at some stage, you know? <laughs> the people that we consider heroes out there doing great things, they're not from a, a you know, a different part of earth mm. where heroic people come from and nothing's ever wrong. Yeah. Often it's their struggles that informs mm. their, their That's heroism. Right. That's right. I sometimes think, like, I agree with everything you say, but it still is weird how we can get this other narrative into our mind. What's that? You know, that that someone you look up to might be something more than just like you. Oh, you know? Yeah. And I sometimes yeah. wonder... Oh, we all do it, right? Mm-hmm. But we what what is it serving to... Maybe it's... Is it us saying... Projecting to say that's a good thing to be? You know? I don't know. There's that thing of you know when you you look up to people and then you meet them and then you're really glad that they're cool, or you're really <laughs> yeah. sad that they're a dick. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that, I think that is a case of us putting our projecting ourselves onto yeah. them, like for meaning, eh? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, Sione's wedding came out mm. 15 years, six, 14 years ago now, and I still run into people who go. Where's Bolo? Where's Sefa? <laughs> like, we were real people that, you know, live in Auckland. <laughs> and then when you see one of us around, the others, you know. Um, which I love, because that's how much they loved it. Mm. Yeah. But yeah, everyone's... And it's the same, I think, whatever field. And that's also quite freeing. You know, like, say, you know, if you look at society's conditioning for a long time, back in the day we were brought up thinking that all white men should be in charge of stuff Mm. and that you know the older white male um you know if you look at new zealand parliament it was nearly all white men you know it's gradually changed it's become more diverse now Mm. but for such a big chunk of our history um it was that and i'm not saying don't respect um old white guys that you know but i'm saying don't elevate other you know, and put them on a different plateau to you because you're yeah. actually, actually just the same, mm. you know? Mm. Respect each other, mm. but you don't have to elevate other people to the status of gods yeah. or demigods, mm. you know? There's probably something really deep within that all-black example you gave because, you know, I guess everyone's operating on an individual level at some capacity, yeah. their own cultural level, but when they come together, it's that... Jersey that is the thing to focus on, right? It's the jersey is the symbol of it, mm. but the it's not it's not all about that piece of fabric. Mm. You know, of course, it's just the jersey. Yeah, it's that's what it means. Yes, it's, it's like what nothing. it means to New Zealand. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's just a black it's jersey. It's, it's right, like right. any other jersey, right. but it's the history. It's the it's the tradition. Yeah, it's the you know, I mean, all the All Blacks today grew up were once schoolboys crazy about the All Blacks. Mm. You know, mm. who just who who were unreasonable fans, just like all of us, <laughs> who who demanded perfection every time. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Um, so, two things, if it's okay. Yeah. One, I'm gonna go to a break because the camera's gonna run out of uh, mm-hmm. going. And two, we get to go to a break. But uh, is that cool? Come back in a second, and we carry on. Yeah. Sweet. All right, back with Oscar in just a tick. Where were we? So we were talking about a bunch of stuff. Um, one thing I wanted to ask you was, uh, are there lots... Well, firstly, do you classify yourself 
as an artist or creative because yeah, of course. yeah but but do you come from a um are lots of people in your family in the arts? No, yeah. they're all normal. <laughs> I'm glad to say. <laughs> what do you yeah. think? What, why did you choose the arts? I don't know. I think it chooses you. Right. I think. I think. What, I think what you do chooses you. Mm. Um, I was just no good at other stuff. <laughs> you know, I I, ha- I did have a normal job. I was a reporter for four years when mm. I left high school. Yeah. That was probably the last normal job I had, and even that was kind of abnormal. Mm. Being a reporter, I don't know. I just it's I I don't know. I loved reading. I I loved writing. Growing up as a kid, I loved movies. Mm. You know, I loved the people that made me laugh, and it just resonated enough to make me want to do the same thing. Mm. Do you kind of analyze today's um, you know creative world, the arts? I mean, one of the things you said when you talked about being a journalist is. It must be challenging now, you know, you've got to kind of clickbait and have, you got to operate on a really deep, sneaky human level, though. Yeah, I mean, I worked for an evening paper, so mm. the first edition came out at midday, and then there was an afternoon edition, um, and evening newspapers around the world started dying when six o'clock news became a big thing, mm. so no one would buy the evening paper. But for us, the crazy time was at 10 o'clock in the morning was our first deadline for the midday edition. And then usually by the afternoon, by 3, 4 o'clock, everyone was relaxed Mm. and getting stories for the next day. Today, with today's 24-hour news cycle, Mm. it feels like journos have to be on all the time. And it feels like resources are getting less. So Mm. journos are having to be videographers and no sound and write and tell stories. So... I think it was simpler in my day because the news came out in the morning. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the morning paper's still around. Yeah. And then in the evening, you know, twice. Then there might be a late night current affairs show. Mm. Otherwise, n- no one was on their phone going, What's happening? What's that shooting in West Auckland? Oh, what's going on now? Mm. It was, yeah. So I, I feel for today's journalists. I feel like they've got to be on 24 7. And I don't think that's sustainable. At all, mm. I think there'll be a lot of burnout, a lot of Junos leave, especially when news organisations try and do more with less. Yeah, you know. But this twenty-four hour news cycle—it's crazy. Mm. It's not sustainable, but also not not that. I know with Trump, he seems like heaps happens, <laughs> but actually, you know, we don't need it. Mm. And there should be less news. Actually, yeah, I think if we had less news, people would have more life, including the news gatherers. Yeah, I mean, I sometimes you know, because people say I've heard I hear that and I believe that, but then I wonder I put it through the prism of what I'm doing here with the podcast. Is it just? It seems to be all a bit too much. There's too we we're now in a world where you can say anything and record anything, and it's all let's say reasonably cheap to buy the gear, mm. and there's just you know just pump it out, pump it out. I wonder what that's. Um, mm. I wonder if there'll be a. Do you think it could ever go back to... No, it's not going back. Un- we've unlocked it's that never box. Going back. It's never going back. Yeah, so we will adapt, right? We will adapt, yep. hopefully, to... We'll have to. Either journos will um, just leave the job, mm. you know? I don't know. News organisations might get smaller. Mm. I think we will adapt, but nothing ever goes back. Mm. Mm. Nothing ever goes back to the way it was. What? And you've kind of... Adapting, right? Like you're just. And also, you. we don't want it to go back. Yeah. 
I grew. I was a kid in the seventies in New Zealand. It was terrible. Mm. It was racist. Yeah. As yeah. you were scared to leave the house. Mm. You got. You were nervous walking into a shop. That's still the reality now. Yeah. And so I don't want things to go back to those mm. old days when, yeah. when in the days when the immigration could raid our homes at right. dawn with the police and their yeah. dogs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want us to mm. go back to those days. Right. I think. Right. I feel like we've learned to be better people mm. since then. Yeah. And that's, I guess, the key, right? If you, if you do slow down everything, you've got to kind of say that's how we've already been there. You got to work out how to. But that's why, if we and this is really getting topics all over the place now. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if you look at um, the outright now in the fifty after after World War Two, Nazis were rightly seen as the evil people. Mm-hmm. You could not carry that flag. You know, everyone knew what it meant. It led to the to the the Holocaust. You yeah. know, the as well as that genocide, but mm. also millions of civilian deaths um, and soldiers as well. Countries' borders being rewritten. Um, what was the question? Uh, I don't think there was huge one. Um, we were generally talking I the about point I was that's making. all right. That's all right. We were generally talking about kind of like the pace of change and uh, maybe uh, roles started with the roles of journalists. You know, oh, yeah. uh, clickbait and. God, this is terrible. I started making a beautiful point. And oh, that's all right. The best thing is we've got time for it to. Yeah, and we don't want it to go back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is what I'm saying. So everyone knew Nazis were bad, but now somehow it's okay Mm. for people to march down the street carrying that, and it's free speech. Mm. I don't get that. Mm. When at one point in the world, everyone knew, no, that's bad. Only trouble leads that way. Mm. If we follow those beliefs, if we allow that to happen, that will lead to bad news for a lot of people. And now they're seen as like another organization, like Boys Brigade and Scouts. And just another organization that is allowed to have marches. Mm. And, you know, it's like, no, that, that is it because all the old soldiers have died who fought against that. And, and so maybe there are no longer people around. But I remember um, when we had that, I think it was in the wake in, in the in the in the wake of that terrible March 15, mm. when New Zealanders were coming together in force to, you know, yep. denounce racism. Mm. And I think of that 90-year-old guy who caught two buses <laughs> and travelled from the other side of Auckland so he could be there because in his lived experience, he's seen what... Yep. And so I don't understand when we, no. when we kind of forget that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's like uh, they, those people used to be... Mud and scum, and would just you know be taken off the streets. Now we have to entertain them and consider mm. their view. Yeah, why? Yeah. Well, I think I know. Really, do only think that maybe it's. Uh, well, I'm a prime example. Like I haven't been through the level of crap that my mum went through. You know, like so I wouldn't be prepared to understand where where the darkness can go if you know what i mean like chaotic stuff one of the examples that mum was telling me about coming from the cook islands is that it took 10 years to get everyone over the brothers and sisters that's a hell of a hell of a time to go by you know it took a decade to get everyone together and today it's like i can catch up with my brothers and sisters anytime and the weird thing is we don't (laughs) and so there's lessons that Maybe it's more important 
that we do find a way to capture them to pass them on, you know? And we are passing them on. Yeah, you know, we yeah, all but know this. Or, or, yeah, yeah. It's like we all know that it's bad to be mean to people. Of course, We of all course. know, you know, and... I don't know. It feels mm. like every time people are reborn, they need to relearn the lessons of mm. the past because mm. they don't believe them. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, you know, in terms of your, your, your mum's story, you mm. know, I mean, and that, that sounds tough and that's with the Cook Islands being allowed to come Correct. to New Zealand. You know? So for Samoa, Tonga, Fiji, it was even harder, mm. you know? And even though Cook Islanders and New Orleans and Tokelau and Tokelau people are considered part of the New Zealand realm, they still get treated like they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. We, they all get lumped into Pacific Islanders and leeches whenever mm. someone wants to say shit like that. Mm. Yeah, look, i got kind of much to relearn about. <laughs> My mum did a weird thing with me. I think she just kind of like took me to the country and raised, she, I think she thought she was doing a gift mm. by really not integrating me into the Cook Island side. So I'm oh, okay. 40 now and I have to relearn it. But that's, that's part of my journey. You've know? you got time. That's how I do the podcast. And, and it's a fun thing to learn. Oh, mate. It's, it's not like it's exams. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> exactly. It's, uh, you know, it's a beautiful thing. You can mm, think every day. Mm, yeah. And uh, Instead of a chore yeah. or a burden. You yeah. know, it's already within you. It's yeah. just about uncovering it. Yeah. And what just also shows me that the intentions were solid from her. <laughs> you know, I didn't have this. You will have this. And... You know, what I've learned is there's no perfect way. I have got mm. different issues because I probably had too much. Mm. Now it's about trying to learn to live a bit without. So mm. we're all just trying to suss it out. Um, when you make content, do you watch a lot of stuff? Do you still, you know, as you're, as you're making your show, I, I kind of think about it like outputting a lot. You mean at the end once it's finished? No, no, no. I mean when you get into the zone of you know making the TV show as a season. Mm. Uh, in the evenings, is there still oh, a lot of? In, yeah, in, nah, in, you can't. Right, that's one of the things I yeah, wonder no, what people. Oh, I don't know. I think some people can. Right, but I, I find I find when you're in the middle of creating something, you, 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 you it's so hard and complex. You got to keep your head, your mind clear mm. for that. Yeah, you know usually don't relax until it's finished. And then it gets more stressful because then people are going to see it. Yeah. You know? Um, uh, yeah, it's a different level of stress because then you're worried about what people think when they mm. see it. And you, you're, yeah. Are you good at taking feedback? I mean, there's, I guess there's levels of feedback, eh? Who you take it from. Yeah. That's probably the lesson. Just listen to the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, feedback's everywhere. <laughs> you know? Yeah, man, it's everywhere. Can't react to it all. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. You know, you, you, I think your best judge has to be your, yourself, but within yourself, you've also got to be sensitive and open and listening. Mm. You can't be belligerent and bullheaded about it. Go, no, only I know this. If other people are saying, maybe you should do this and this and this, you know, you've got to be prepared to listen, but ultimately, you know... Mm. You also got to put it down. Mm. Um, I don't know if that's all right to ask or not, Oscar. But something I've been thinking about is, you know, where we kind of derive meaning, and I kind of mean that from a religious context, because most of my life I've just thought, I'd like to think I think pretty logically, 
But uh, lately I've been wondering, well, damn, you know, you got to have... Hold on, I'll try and collect my thoughts a little bit. So it's not really asking you what you believe, but it's more like, have you had any... If you had to wrap it all up, would you... Are we just meat sacks rolling around? (laughs) Or is there a bigger something? I don't know. Yep. I don't know. Yep. And, you know, everyone has a version. Yeah, 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 yeah. And a belief about it. Um, I think we're more than meat sacks just Mm. rolling around. I think we're more than individual lost animals. Mm. I think we are connected. And I think that connection is important that we, you know, I think we try and, maybe that's half the problem is that we think we're individual meat, you know, skin bags with all our own issues and it's, life is a continual process of negotiating every every skin bag's issues as you encounter them. Mm. So I don't know is the truest answer. Yeah. I mean, of course, as a Samoan, you know, you grow up with Mm. very religious beliefs and my family and relatives and my mum are among the most religious people I know and I would never, ever tell them they're wrong. Of course. Or, or, you know, who does that? Well, lots of people try to, you know. And that's why I appreciate you having a go at this with me because it's not easy to articulate. One of the through lines I've seen through the podcast is that Mm. everyone talks very meaningful, yet everyone has a different on paper outlook on life. Mm. So I've been trying to isolate just from my own interest. What are we talking about when we, when we, you know, when it, because it feels like we're talking about something. It's yet, maybe it's like you mentioned the, the black Jersey, you know, it doesn't, it's just a piece of cotton or something until it's on. Then it becomes something, right? And maybe that's, maybe that's a bigger something. I, I mean, I heard, a, you know, I I would never ever uh, seek to profess to have any answers about, especially some of these big questions like our, our existential <laughs> crises. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't know. Um, but you know, I guess as a Samoan, I grew up with a. Yeah. A, a, you know, a version of beliefs and most of the my family, you know, still adhere to that and live that. Mm. Um, and I would never say, you're wrong. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Never be that arrogant. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think it would be just a mistake to, to kind of pretend like someone can say that, you know, like mm. that's, that seems to be, yeah. In terms of my... I think, I think there's, uh, I, and I heard this once in a lecture, and and I, and I kind of agree, but with with the, with some, it, it's about right belief, as opposed to right action. Mm. You know, your beliefs, are, what you believe, is more important than whether you act right. Mm. So I don't know. I think whatever you believe, as you're figuring it out, as long as you your actions are right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. In terms of respect and love and all that stuff. Yeah, man. Well, we went there. I uh, 
we went on a little deep journey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that, I'm, sorry well, that, I'm sorry that wasn't a more satisfying no, answer. No, it is. It is. It is for me because I don't want us to get to the end and say, all right, you just got to do this, this and this and everything's fine because it doesn't feel like that for me. And yeah. I don't think anyone really, if you ask honestly how we feel, I think, yes, there's a bit of delusion and, yeah, okay, I've got my shit together and we're going to make this happen. But for the most part, I think, I'd like to think most people are open to say, I don't know, I, I, I'm just trying to process the feeling. Mm. Sometimes I'm feeling good, sometimes I'm not. Yeah. If, the, if the not feeling is over, a bit overwhelming and happening too much, I've got to find those, you know, yeah. the ways to get out of that. And um, yeah, weirdly, uh, that's probably an area I am focusing on. What, you know, like this might sound a bit strange, but uh, I've been. Most days I'll hop into a cold bath, like outside I've got a little plastic thing. Yeah, and mm. I love the fact that some automatic things happen that yeah. I don't have to be in charge of, yeah. but they are working well, on. Most of your body processes you're not in charge. Mm. You have no control, mm. but they mm. happen anyway. Right. You're breathing. Yeah. Your nervous system, mm. you know? Mm. And something about being able your to... Your immunity system. We don't right. consciously go, oh, I can feel a sniffle. I'm just going to up my health bars and my immunity. <laughs> And just deal with that we don't control that mm. and that's what i mean by we're more than just individual skin bags who think we control every single aspect of mm. Mm. you know because look at what we don't control yep anyway yeah most things thanks oscar appreciate hey. um you what is it it's a hundred and something now <laughs> so you were number two and maybe if, if you're game for it another five years i'll randomly reach out and randomly hit me up brother <laughs> thanks man oh, well. appreciate it oh.